We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I will definitely look at the makeup. You know, in this case, you're talking about offense of offense. And... What did we do well? We ha- I mean, statistically, we did a lot of good things this year. But yes, you know, the other day, 10 points is not going to win many playoff games, most likely. You know, we know we got to score more than that. Buffalo Bills general manager, Brandon Bean. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Jeremy White. Sneaky Joe taking you through a Thursday morning. We'll take more of your calls. We'll also go to the Wester Hotline. We've got uh, Tyler Dunham, golongtd.com, on the Wester Hotline. Tyler, good morning. Good morning, Jeremy. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Tyler, what are we going to do with these bills, huh? What are we doing here? <laughs> That's the uh, the multi-billion dollar question, right? Uh, yeah, we can get into a lot. Uh, I, I think that the expectations have changed, right? The uh, the drought ended. This is a, a team that's won the division a few times, a 13-win team, as, as Brandon Bean reminded folks several times over at his, at his presser, but... It's about getting over that last hurdle. And, I mean, after covering Green Bay for so long, I feel like I'm having deja vu at this time of year where it's like really, really damn good football team, but there's just uh, a few missing pieces and a few different things they they probably got to do. So, yeah, I'll I'll let you take the floor, actually. Tyler, I want to actually lean into that. You know, you covered Green Bay for a while, a team that has had a Hall of Fame quarterback, an MVP for, I mean, many years. Before that, they had Brett Favre. I mean, Green Bay – they didn't really have that big, long drought, and I feel like whenever we talk about all this, we should talk about the psyche of the fan base and the people that cover the team and talk about the team, and it does feel like this postseason kind of changes how we talk about them. And, you know, people use the phrase, the honeymoon is over, an awful lot. In this case, I feel like it's real. Like, a real corner has been turned about, all right, down to brass tacks, down to business, how do you make sure you don't go wrong like a lot of other good teams get to this stage and go wrong. So like looking back in Green Bay, what were some of the the, the failures? What were some of the uh the good things they did, of course, with Aaron Rodgers, you know, weave throughout this whole story. You're absolutely right. I get the same sense, Jeremy. It's like, you know, maybe it's a little strong to say the honeymoon is over, but you know, this is the sixth longest tenured head coach. Um they 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 did the hard work. They found the quarterback. They chose Josh Allen over Josh Rosen. So and then they paid him, and then they got him a weapon in Stephon Diggs. So then it's about everything else. And in Green Bay, it was so similar because you know they were knocking at the door. I guess it's different because they did win it, and Aaron Rodgers is what third year as a starter. Yet after that, it was a matter of just not not really getting guys on the defensive side of the ball that win in January. I think they were so draft and develop heavy 
that they, they didn't get aggressive in free agency. They, they didn't sign, you know, a, a big name that's going to make a big play when you need it in the playoffs. So the Bills did that, right? I mean, that's who knows where this team would have been with Von Miller. They're not going to beat Cincinnati. I mean, that was just a beatdown. But he, he helps in that department, so they did that work. I feel like it's kind of twofold. I mean, there's there's the coaching and there's uh, you know the granular stuff in the course of a game where you know you have these these fourth downs and you're being passive. You're, you're not recognizing that the defense isn't stopping anybody, and you've got to turn this into a shootout. I mean that that chance at a two you know the, the double dip at the end of the first half stands out there where you know you you've got to go for it there. You've got a chance to just redictate the terms of that game. Right there, you know, think positively. Think that we're going to score this touchdown, get the ball back, score again, make Joe Burrow and the Bengals chase you. Yeah, that we, we've seen time and time again that that just isn't Sean McDermott's style. He's a defensive coach, the one defensive coach in the final eight. And then you can look at the other side, the front office and the big picture decisions and the fact, I mean, you've, you've been on this forever, Jeremy. They're just not adding weapons. I mean, they haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first three rounds ever, um, this current regime. So, I think that, yeah, there's a lot that has to be done, and there's a lot of teams that would love to have these problems so it can get fixed. But this is a crucial offseason because it can tip the wrong direction, and it can it can tip that wrong direction fast. And on wide receiver, uh, I saw you commenting, you wrote about a little bit about Brandon Bean's comment about Jamar Chase. Uh, I don't want to suck bad enough to get Jamar Chase at the top of the draft. And everyone's kind of had their go at that, Tyler, but – I guess with context, how did you take it? And also, I don't know. Like you—you've even said this a little bit. You can't. You, there are so many ways to get that top talented receiver that you know you don't need to be in the top five to get a Jamar Chase. There are Jeffersons and Ayuks and and Metcalfs and AJ Browns that I, I for me I thought Bean kind of missed the mark there when talking about the position because again there are so many guys that are fantastic in the league and. Very few of them have actually gone very high in the draft. You're absolutely right. I mean, T. Higgins was 33rd overall. That There is a sweet spot there, end of the first round, early second round, even into the third round where you can find some legitimate weapons for your offense, and they just, they, they've just they kind of been ignoring that range. You know, I listened to the whole press conference, and he's not wrong. You know, I, I guess in, if you're just going you know, to look at what he said, he is right. I mean, the Bengals were able to get Jamar Chase because they were bad the year prior. They also took Jamar Chase over the player everybody told them to take, and Panay Sewell, who's really, really good. Um, you know, they, they, everybody thought you got to protect Joe Burrow. That's how you do it. That's old school, protect his blind side. And they, they made the bold decision to draft Jamar Chase, and there just haven't been those kind of bold decisions outside of the Stephon Dix trade to surround Josh Allen with weapons. I mean, they – we can go right through the reason. I mean, all the, all the ways that they could have done it. Um, you know, the Cody, Cody Ford pick, obviously, when A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf are there. Um, I mean, in, in free agency, you can find a guy on a one-year deal. That's kind of what the Chiefs did with Juju Smith-Schuster. He's hungry. He wants money. Adam, he's a really good player. Um, draft players, because they're cheap. You, you don't have to pay them for four or five years. I think it's probably time for for Brandon Bean and some offensive-minded people in that draft room to say enough is enough. We need to add our transcendent quarterback some weapons. We need to put some pieces around him because when it's third and two and you need a play and you throw deep to Gabe Davis, you saw what happened, right? I mean, it's right there for everybody to see. Now, 
I think Kansas City is a perfect comparison here because, yeah, they don't have the, the quarterback on the rookie deal like Cincinnati and the number one receiver on the rookie deal like Cincinnati. But, boy, the Chiefs thought like two years ahead of this thing where you know, Patrick Mahomes has run around for his life. I think he ran for 397 yards against Tampa Bay and had Super Bowl. And they said, all right, we got to fix this offensive line, and we're not going to just give Tyreek Hill whatever he wants. So they rehauled the line. They they maxed out at Tyreek Hill. They went out and signed Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Travis Kelsey. All the tight ends in, in the entire world are underpaid, so they get a bargain there. And now they can go out there with a gimpy Patrick Mahomes and possibly beat Cincinnati because the line is so good. So you got to give them credit for thinking way ahead and, I'm not saying the Bills should have, you know, not paid Stephon Diggs because he's really, really good. But there's a lot of different ways you can find players outside of going two and fourteen and you know drafting a receiver. Tyler Dunn joining us of GoLongTD.com. He also, of course, does the uh, you show with Isaiah McKenzie. You do happy hours with uh, Jim Monos, formerly of the Bills. You know, McKenzie, Tyler, let me ask you about that. He's he's a part of this offense. He came back this year. McKenzie might kind of go on the list of players that Bills fans thought would be more involved, right? Like this offense ends up being Diggs involved, Singletary getting a good chunk of carries, and then every other piece, you know, maybe not Davis so much, but McKenzie, we thought he'd be more involved. James Cook, we thought he'd be more involved. Naheem Hines, on and on. There were stretches for for Dawson Knox. So, you know, in your conversations with, with Isaiah McKenzie about this offense, year one with Ken Dorsey, it sounds like Ken Dorsey is coming back. Uh, the Bills are hoping for banking on growth in that offense. And I guess how much do you think there is there from the offensive coordinator in terms of growth and how much about maybe new weapons or, or you know, we're talking about wide receiver a lot. What is it that has to be different? You know, and you could put up the statistics from 2021 on one side of the screen, the statistics from 2022 on the other and say, look, they're just as good as they were offensively. But then when you actually watch this offense, right, drive to drive, quarter to quarter, game to game, it didn't have the rhythm, the flow that that, that Brian Dayball offense had where you've got a short to intermediate passing game that is serving as your run game, right? It's just getting out of Josh Allen's hands quick. Um, you know, they're, they're running certain plays. They're going to set up other plays through the course of the game. It just seemed like when this Bills offense was, was really humming in 2020 and 2021, there was just some, some type of flow to it that this one didn't have. It was pretty boom or bust, right? If the big plays were hitting like, like, they, like they were often, right? I mean, even the Miami game, if they don't hit those two bombs, Skylar Thompson beats you at home in the wild card. So um, it, it, when, it's, when it's hitting, it's good. But when it's not there, you, you get shellacked by the Bengals. There's just really there's no consistency in, in taking your layups to just go down the field like Burrow was, completing seven – they're completing passes to seven different receivers before the end of the first quarter. Um, I feel like that is an, it, that's an indictment on the coordinator and the plan more than the players. That being said, they, they didn't get enough out of their players, right? I mean, Isaiah, um, I think he's, he's proven to be a good complementary, supplementary piece, and they were maybe expecting more out of him after the, the training camp that he had. It just didn't come to fruition. You know, we've talked about it. He, he was pretty honest. He said, look at the film. I'm open. They're just not throwing me the ball. So there, there's probably some truth to that, just like there's some truth to a drop here and there. Gabe Davis not ascending like they, they thought he would. There, there's just so many moving parts here that I feel like the easy answer is just constantly add 
weapons. Just constantly add receivers, and you can kind of, you know, eliminate some of these these problems that arise. Yeah, we need to change. Everyone says you can never have too many defensive backs. The reason for that is because all the other teams have a lot of receivers. You know, so like just go get as many receivers as possible. Tyler, you snuck in a line there. You said all tight ends are underpaid. Now you have a book. Uh, the, the blood and guts, how tight ends save football. So for the final four going forward, I want your picks based on tight ends. Right? Let's just do that. You've got Kittle and Goddard and Kelsey and Hayden Hurst. So who wins? What are your picks for the conference championships if it's uh, if it's tight end based? Oh, I love it. Great work, kind of working blood and guts in there, Jeremy. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I didn't even have to bring it up. I didn't even have to show myself <laughs> out here. <laughs> um, I, I like Cincinnati to win, but you've got to go Kelsey because he's just, I mean, their whole offense of their whole passing game revolves around him. And then you've got to go George Kittle on the other side. He, it was so cool for people to, uh, to, to see what we talked about in the book in that, in that playoff went over Dallas, where in the heat of this violent game where grown men are trying to destroy each other and rip each other's heads off and want to kill each other out there, he's just laughing and smiling, having the time of his life. And, I mean, there is a method to, to George Kittle's madness. He, he got into it where he's like, look, if I can kind of laugh and make a joke and, and disarm people, then I can flip that switch, turn it on, and crush them. He goes, I can kind of flip that switch easily during the course of a game. Um, he made Aaron Donald laugh once or just kind of completely disarmed Aaron Donald, which is really, really hard to do, and then took advantage of it. So I think that's uh, an element of his game that is kind of underrated and yeah, I mean, in their running game, I mean, he's just unleashed from these dangerous angles in the wide zone scheme that really go overlooked, too. I, I still think Kittle's the best, the very best today. Kittle, you know, Kittle, he, he's been a different one because Kelsey's like the fantasy and the touchdown monster. Yeah. And Kittle, I think, is always thought of as good. But, you know, the, the offense in San Francisco doesn't exactly run through him the same way that it does in Kansas City, which is probably why he doesn't get talked about as much. I mean, I think he's pretty universally thought of yeah. as one of the best. He only had 86 targets this year. Yeah. And he still put up big numbers, 11 touchdowns. Um, but yeah, Tyler, I've never thought of him for that being different because Kelsey's what, 150 targets versus Kittle? Totally. I, I mean, you look at a box score and San Francisco runs for, you know, 190 yards. He's a huge part of that. I mean, he's, he's kind of on. A, unleashed and in motion and he's in the slot he's out wide he's in the backfield i mean kyle shanahan's just so diabolical on how he 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 targets your weak links on defense with kittle i mean he he's just taking people out um and in a huge part of their run game there's you know we, we were talking about gronk at one point and kittle said you know there's a game that gronk had he goes with the playoffs i guess it was the chargers a divisional playoff win that gronk might have had one or two catches because I can't stop watching that film. If you look at what he did in the ground game, it's a clinic. I mean, he is just taking people out, and we tend to overlook that part of a, of a tight end's game. And I, I think that's why – I mean, these, there's an inferiority complex here with these tight ends because they have to do everything. I mean, they've got to make the catch on third, third and eight with 70,000 screaming fans and the game on the line, yet you also have to do this stuff that nobody notices, nobody cares about. It's, it's the grunt work of life and you're underpaid through it all. Like you're, you're, you're paid less than the best receivers. You're paid less than the linemen. 
Um, I think that's why you really get these outlandish personalities. It's kind of organic where you know, everybody's overlooking me genuinely, and I'm underpaid, so i got to be a little nutty out there. Yeah, you got to be a little crazy. A lot, and, and Hawkinson's on this list, too. Like He just yeah. looks he looks nuts. Yeah. <laughs> he looks crazy. All right. While, while we're on the Niners, actually, real quick, you wrote also at GoLongTD.com about Brock Purdy. And are you are you still waiting for that game where he looks like okay? That's why he was a seventh round pick and a third string quarterback coming into the year. Or are are you at a point where you're just thinking this is what that offense is with him at the helm, and we might be a couple of weeks away from one of the biggest stories in NFL history of Mister Irrelevant winning the Super Bowl in, in year one? This has got to be one of the biggest sports stories in our lifetime that we're not talking nearly enough about you're right if he goes to a super bowl wins a super bowl as mr irrelevant in a rookie season that's absurd that's insane and i wonder if other teams around the nfl are going to say hey we're not going to pay quarterbacks 250 million dollars 300 million why, why would we do that let's just do what the niners do and you know find a uh, somebody from a, a big time college purdy played in big games conference championship game he, he set all the records there but yeah, he's six foot nothing, two hundred twelve pounds. Um, the scouts had nothing good to say about him. Uh, but in our offense, where we're paying everybody else, right? Debo's getting number one money. Ayuk's a one thousand yard receiver. Defensively, they're just loaded. They've got the defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. Fred Warner's worth two or three linebackers alone. I, I wonder if they're creating this new model, and then it's like, all right, well, Kyle Shannon is also one of the best play callers. Um, they've they've got the best defensive coaches. I, I still kind of feel like it's an anomaly, and you'd much rather still chase that quarterback and pay that quarterback because he makes a lot of other problems go away. But that that's where it gets interesting for me, guys. It's like, are, is, are they creating this this new blueprint, this new model that other teams are going to attempt to chase? Tyler Dunn on the Western Hotline. Tyler, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk soon. Anytime, guys. Thanks so much for having me. We'll, we'll definitely do it. Tyler Dunn, golongtd.com. You can uh, read his stuff. Lots of good stuff. You know, not just Bill's stuff, but around the entire league and uh, jump in one of the happy hours. The reason the Purdy story is not being talked about as much is because it's the Shanahan story. Yes. And you are a hater. I'm a hater. I'm. I can't. You know what? Here we go. You know what? Win the Hold Super Bowl. On. Hold on. It's going to start our game that we're going to do next. Kyle Shanahan is him. But he's not a goat. He's not a goat. But Kyle Shanahan is him. Hmm. That is our game coming up next, by yes, the way. Yes, Joe's putting together gonna, a game. He's going to list yes. people, and I'll decide if they are hims or goats. Yep. You going to dispute that? Kyle Shanahan is him. We're talking about NFL coaches. He's him, but he's treated like a goat. Is he not? He's no, talked he's about not. Like, he he's walks not. on water right now. He's That's because he's him. I'm just saying... <laughs> He's gotten them to the Super Bowl before. Yeah, with Jimmy Garoppolo. And his quarterback was incapable of making the throw that would have won them the Super Bowl. That's right. So he drafted one third overall. And and that guy has not been that good. But it's been out there that he wanted Mac Jones. Okay, maybe Mac Jones would win the Super Bowl with him. How different is Mac Jones and Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know. I want to see the guy. If he wins the Super Bowl, then it won't matter. All right. I want to see the guy that is considered the best quarterback whisperer in the NFL develop he's got one de- franchise quarterback he, in your career. He's got to develop one. 
If he's the offensive coordinator. Well, like, yeah, mold one. Not just plug the, and play whoever. If he's the offensive coordinator of the Bills next year, what are you picking? If he's, if he's, what do you mean by picking? If, I'm picking him Kyle, to win the Super Bowl. Yes, of course you are. Because <laughs> he's him. But he doesn't ever want it. Like, he didn't want Trey Lance. He doesn't want that guy. Well, maybe he knew Trey Lance wasn't good. Maybe. I just think he, from all of his quarterback selections, or who the guys he's had, it seems that he's got a style. He likes the game manager. And he can figure that out. And he's good at it. He wants a quarterback to play in structure. Right, but and don't you need to win the big one? Yeah, he's never had one that can play in structure and out of structure. But that's that's my, my thought that's, is... Purdy he, might be the closest thing to that. Maybe. My thought is, though, that he will never want the guy that can win out of structure. I think that's why they drafted Lance. I, I feel like Lynch forced that on him, though. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. But the proof's in the pudding that he was never thought of going in year one. And then even year two, Lance... Is going to start, and they kept Garoppolo because mm-hmm. they couldn't trade it, him. It was even being talked about, like how many bet is Trey Lance three Ooh. bad games away from Garoppolo going in? We have a Bills coach firing, safeties coach Jim Salgado fired today. Has been on McDermott's staff since 2017. Okay, he interesting. Was the, he was the team's nickels coach, moved to safeties this year, fired. Huh. Am I supposed to read it? I'm trying to think. Should I read into that in any way Sorry. for anything? Elena Getzenberg, ESPN, reporting that the Bills' safeties coach Jim Salgado has been fired, according to a source. Here's the thing. You know, he's supposed to read into that. Here's what I would say: It means that firings are happening. Mm-hmm. Is that the only one? I mean, of all the positions, you would not be mad about this year for the <laughs> Bills. It would be the safeties. Right. Jordan Poyer playing hurt. Micah Hyde hurt all year. Hamlin was very good when he started the year yeah. when he was in. So okay, we'll see if there are more, but that's the first one. It would feel would it feel weird if that's the only one? It might feel weird if it's the only one. Here's my prediction. I just want to make this prediction on the air. If Leslie Frazier doesn't have a contract, if his contract is up this year, as I think has been reported, uh huh, they would have to actively bring him back. Right, it's not the same as just keeping him. I still think the door is open for Frazier to maybe mutually part ways. We'll I know that. Would they would they make an announcement? Or that's do you the, think that's the other thing? Or would we just find out, hey, the Bills are interviewing Vic well, Fangio today? Think about how quiet they kept it that they fired their special teams coordinator last year. Oh yeah, it was like not it was like months, wasn't it? Was it was months later he was not returning. Yeah. And that was a decision that was from what I'm told, made pretty quickly after this, the, the 13 seconds loss, and it was months before it was officially reported. But this is this is bigger. Maybe. there's this, there, We got one firing. We'll see if there's more coming. Jim Salgado, ESPN reporting, uh, Elena Getzen, Getzenberg reporting that Jim Salgado fired today by the Bills. He was their safeties coach. We'll play him or GOAT. We'll get to your calls, and we'll see if there's more news on uh, coaching staff changes here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.